Welcome to the Dante Greco Show. My guest today, a legend, absolute legend of the disposable media industry in Los Angeles, founder of the wildly successful Pap Safari Walking Tours, and now the Rapita Reporter, the elusive Mr. Jeremiah Smalls is joining us right now. Jeremiah, how are you? Uh, I'd be better if you supplied my backyard with all the hunks you said you were going to send over here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like a supply chain issue. There's no, like, I don't see any a bevy of hunks in the background. And uh, their bus so broke down. It could be better. They're, they're on the way. They're on the way. Is that a yarmulke on your head? Yeah, I'm not Jewish. I, I am Jewish. I'm not, but I, you know, I recently I found like the love of Jehovah. So now I'm like, I'm more devout and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of like dedicating my life to just like the words of Yahweh. I love it. Are you going door to door to bring new people into the fold? Yeah, not yet. Terrible. How about the Jehovah Safari walking tour? Let's talk about that. Safari would be fun. (laughs) Okay. So like, uh, how did Pap Safari come about? Let me explain what Pap Safari is first. Pap Safari is actually a pretty good tour a celebrity sightseeing tour in los angeles um as you can see here we got a little bit of the pap safari you basically instead of getting on one of those filthy buses and being stuck on there and driving through hot hollywood traffic you get to walk around the streets of beverly hills sometimes hollywood with jeremiah usually as your tour guide tell us more well, it, and it's not just me. Uh, sometimes um, uh, Vlad is the host, and he is a great host because he knows all the spots. He knows all the stories. And it's just like, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. I'm hoping to, like, you know, show more people just, like, the true underbelly of what it's like to be a paparazzi in, like, the age of, of, like, of like, the last breath of just, like, the of, of the paparazzi industry. Because, like, you know, I started – 12 years ago and now it is just like a a shell of what it used to be which is actually a good thing absolutely i mean that industry has been decimated by social media and i don't know people just aren't interested in in paparazzi shots anymore and thank god it should be put out the pasture i'm sick of it should, but if you still like stuff like the real housewives of beverly hills and just other like tabloid history you know, you can book a tour and you can see this history first sight. You can live the history for a, a you know, little price of like $59 per person. We'll also That's take pictures bad. of you. You know, we That's take pictures of you. <laughs> I've, I've been there for many tours. I've had to uh, be an attraction on many of your tours when I was out there for <laughs> yeah, TMZ. Unfortunately, unfortunately yeah, we don't see the stars out as much. Although... Um, Yesterday, I was driving through Beverly Hills, and guess who I saw? Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Kelsey Grammer. Grammer, And he had short shorts on, and his shorts looked like your shirt, the the shirt you're wearing right now. (laughs) Nice. And he was walking walking his two young kids, and there was not a paparazzi or annoying, like, tour guide or anybody in sight. So he got to do it in peace. And that, like, that tears my heart up. You hate to see a celebrity being unbothered. Yeah, living their life, like even though they're a public figure, like living their private life, it's just like, you know, it's a dichotomy. And it's just like, if you sign that pact with the devil, you will have people that want your pictures. Yeah. And want to like just bother you out of of the random blue. 
And I know how it feels like it, not as much. I'm not famous, but like, you know, there have been unwanted people that have like talked to me and I don't want to talk to them. And like, can, so I can only imagine how it feels for these people. I know. So how, sorry. I know how it feels when you come up to me with one of your tours and you start <laughs> questioning me about what's going on. <laughs> uh, I really need a, a tripod for this interview. And uh, Oh no, your, your Jehovah Yamaka fell off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Javaho yarmulke. Javaho. Javaho. Is that Native American? Okay. Yeah. So let's let people in, by the way. Fun fact Jeremiah used to work at TMZ with me. Not only did he work with me, he worked there before me, and he actually got me the job. So you did this to me. Sorry about that. But uh, if you can actually find me a job with health insurance, I will gladly buy you like a dinner at Spago. And if I'm still there in 10 years, I will buy you a dinner at Nobu. Jeremiah, I've made probably $7 off of my YouTube page so far. So it's going to be a long time. So you, you left TMZ. You're gone. And then where do you get the idea for Pap Safari? And how do you put that into motion? Well, long story short, I mean, the cardinal sin of going back out on the streets as a freelance paparazzo without the umbrella of TMZ and it was humbling. I worked for like a toothless man named Mike Arnaldi. And although he was very like, um, I was very sexually attracted to him. The money just wasn't as good. And just like the reputation wasn't as good either. Like the other, the other vagrants on the street, like they kind of had their nose up at me more. And so, uh, you know, and then like sales were just plummeting, but I still liked the idea of, okay, I'll be honest. I liked the idea of being in Beverly Hills at lunch and I wanted like a project with me and um, this one like pseudo homeless man who beat Norm Macdonald on Star Search in 1990. I wanted to just like hang out and like train him to be a paparazzi and basically to annoy you, Jesse, Simon and the other people that were still employed in Beverly Hills. Yes. So I started um, an Airbnb experience and um, and then made like over ten thousand dollars in four years. And like, you know, look at all the rewards it's benefited. Wow. So it all to Paparazzi Safari and I took a master class on how to be famous. That's right from from Shiraz. You know, it's yeah. true. There is something of a, a halo over you when you are working for TMZ on the streets and trying to get interviews as opposed to when you are not. And oh yeah, the, you're still like you're still a scumbag, but you at least like ha you're a scumbag with like a like a legitimate you you have like legitimacy in your scumbaggery. Yeah, I mean, we were working for Warner Brothers at the time. It's Fox now, but we were working for Warner Brothers. Um, and then the other guys, yeah, when you lose that, the other guys look at you like, oh, you're not so special anymore, are you? There's no one there uh, paying you to do this. <laughs> you're out here. It's so, like the, you know, you had to be like thirstier and like more desperate and it just was not worth it. So you started this to hang out with a guy who beat Norm McDonald in Star Search. What was his name again? Uh, Lahai Fambula, also known as the Bushman. The challengers are from Canada, Norm Macdonald. From Liberia. Bushman. Let's see what it is. From Liberia. Bushman. Bushman. Right, congratulations. The Bushman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he, he likes was, to party. What can I say? He was like the original tour guide. He was. But uh, it didn't last. I got a real question. What 
do you have to do like do you have to get a license do you have to get insurance like how does this work with pap safari can you just start walking people on the streets how do, really what is that what does it entail uh, well, for me, it entailed going on Airbnb and starting an experience and then like paying two people to pretend that they went on my tour and giving good reviews. And then I took <laughs> it from there. Nice. And then like, you know, four years later, over 10,000 in the bank. It's just like, you know, sky is the limit. I'm trying to think of something that's not completely inappropriate to say about you and your wealth. <laughs> How many nights did you spend on Epstein's Island? That's what I want to know. After <laughs> after starting Pap Safari. No so, comment. As I said, Pap Safari, it truly is a staple of Los Angeles. You know, everyone's <laughs> taking it. <laughs> you can't go down the street in Beverly Hills without seeing a Pap Safari tour these days. You know, I wish it would afford me a, a freaking, what's it called? A tripod for this interview. Yeah, it's incredibly Wait. successful. How long until the owners of this home get home and, and kick you out of there, by the way? <laughs> well, let's hurry up. Cause Are you squatting? Be anytime. No, okay. So Pap Safari's booming. It, you know, you basically don't even need to be hands-on anymore. It runs itself, really. Damn, that's and fast. you decide to become now the Reseda Reporter. Take us behind the veil of the world of the Reseda Reporter and what that is. Well, being my own boss was great and all, but I really had felt the need to like be exploited by a company with like, you know, ties to right wing, like fanatics and like, you know, fear mongering. So I found on Craigslist, like a third party was hiring for the uh, Peter Thiel backed uh, app, Citizen app, which used to be called Vigilante. So talk about rebranding, like what a great, like, like, so basically it's just like trying to bring fear into people's eyes. So like, you know, then they go on citizen order, like a, a service for um, what's it called? Like, you know, 20 bucks a month. And like, we'll tell you if people are like, if bums are urinating or near your house, something like that. Yeah, and now I did yeah. sign an NDA with them, but it was in distress because like he wouldn't pay me anyway. So, uh, you know, if, if you're watching this, Go fuck yourself. or Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but anyway, it was a lot of fun. It, it kind of brought back that excitement of being like an ambushed journalist. Yeah, really what exactly? What, what did you do exactly? Well, mostly I was like a stringer for like, you know, if like, if like news broke in the area and I like mainly started out in the valley, I would um, report on it. And just like, you know, on my cell phone, just live streaming. Would you ask questions like a TMZ or you would just kind of let the let life sometimes, happen? Sometimes I was like, you know, it's just like, you know, when there's like a dead body on the ground and stuff like that, you try and just like be a fly on the wall. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, tampering with dead bodies. I think that's you don't want to be desecrating a corpse just like just for videos. What what's has there been anything that you felt like your life was in danger, anything scary or like what what's your craziest experience? Um there were a couple times I felt like I, I didn't really want to get stabbed in like Panorama City just for like, you know, like reports of shots fired and I'm just like, you know, this will turn into like me getting shot and I don't want that. Yeah. Now, obviously, with your earnings from Pap Safari, you don't need to work anymore. So you were doing this for fun. But did you make any money as the Reseda reporter? Uh, yes, $30 an hour. And because I drive an electric car, it really saved on mileage. 
there. And bad. I was also like, I, honestly, it was for shits and giggles. But it was also to see, like, you know, how long can I go on this charge before I, like, you know, just lose complete, <laughs> complete energy in my car? <laughs> because, like, um, I do not drive a Tesla. I drive a Nissan Leaf, and it has about, like, a 90-mile range, and that's being pretty generous. If you run the AC, you're down to, like, 77 miles. Well, listen, you're not ostentatious. I mean, you're like Larry David. He drives a Prius. He's got $800 million. I'd like to have some of his millions. Yeah. Um, why Reseda? I live in Reseda, and it's got, like, name recognition because of the Karate Kid and because of uh, Tom Petty. So you're telling me that the Reseda, this is breaking news, the Reseda reporter is no longer, you're no longer the Reseda reporter. That's over. Well, I'm no longer getting paid by a third party to um, report on Citizen. Uh, but uh, <laughs> are we still are we still live? We're still live. Okay, good, good. But I am starting my own YouTube. After seeing the success of you and Jesse Rowe on your YouTube shows, I'm just like, you know, I got to start my own YouTube show called The Receiver Reporter. So please subscribe and. Uh, I want to start my own live stream uh, where I'm kind of like a hybrid, like doing news and uh, reporting on like celebrity stuff and yeah. um, also dishing shit. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> Here's a little bit of the Reseda Reporters YouTube page, by the way. It's, it's brand new. That's why there's not that many subscribers yet, but I'm sure after being on this show, you'll get... Maybe one, maybe two. Okay, I might get three people. You are I'm a leg, as I've said, you're a legend of the disposable media industry, the entertainment industry. Um, you know, so much experience. What is your? Give me your takes. Give me your takes on what's going on right now, Smalls. Can we dish about the one percent? The 1%, you're talking about the uber wealthy? Yes, of course we can. Okay, so Bill Gates, still, you know, he's recently, he's going through a divorce. Now, he loves, like, you know, he likes, he likes to party. He's like, you know, he's kind of a nerd, but he's like, you know, he's got something between his legs. He wants to use it, but he no longer has Jeffrey Epstein. Who will be his new wingman? Right. Do you think, like, Bill Gates would, like, go on Raya? Or, like, do you think he'd just, like, for fun, he'd, like, slum it up and go on Tinder? Like, how does that even work? I know. And then if you're what, Bill Gates, like, how are you trolling for pussy? It's a great question, especially now that he's divorced. You know, he's buying up all the farmland in the United States. Is it possible he's trying to improve on Jeffrey Epstein's island idea and just having like a whole farm? Is he like, gonna breed? Is he gonna breed like t neglected teenage girls on these farms and just like kind of like genetically raise them? So then, like, you know, eventually, like, shifting to AI so they don't have, like, you know, parents or, you know, they don't get, like, in trouble later. With Bill Gates, you never know. He is sneaky. But, but like, you know, he doesn't have that Bezos energy. Because, like, no. look at Jeff Bezos. He got divorced and he got buff and he got, like, that Telemundo um, weather lady. And they're going strong. And it's yeah. just like, you know, they are a power couple. You know, you want to hear a funny story. Several years ago, uh, Jeff Bezos' current girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, her assistant threw up in my car. 
And when I brought the assistant back, basically I was working at this uh, valet company years, years ago when I was younger. And it was a party at, uh, who's Kate the girl? Hudson's Kate house. Kate I was, Hudson's house. I was house. there. I actually you were there? at that party. Yes. Right. <laughs> Now, you and I first met at Yale University, you know, and then we were <laughs> investment bankers. And then during the downturn of, you know, 2008, that's when we came to TMZ. But well, you know, before that, we decided, like, what better way to like mingle with the rich and faint and powerful than parking their cars? Exactly. So, yeah. You remember that night? Because uh, it was near I, the Palisades. And I, I, I remember lived, it. And I, I remember you there. just got like a new Honda and yeah. her assistant threw up all over your car just projectile vomited this was pre-uber so uh everyone's like well dante you know this area do you mind taking her home because she was like i need to go home i live near here blah 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 i said all right fine i'll be a nice guy i'm driving her back i'm almost to the street that she said she lived on i turn around because she's not saying anything and she starts throwing up everywhere like i tried to put a bag over her face and it just shot down like a raging gusher I brought her back to the party. Sanchez comes out with her husband at the time, who was like some agent or something. She looks not at me, but she looks at her, her drunken vomiting assistant in the backseat of my car, chastises her a little bit, and then they lift her up and put her into their black uh, chauffeured SUV. And I'm thinking, okay, now they're going to turn to me and be like, oh, so sorry. You know, here's like $500. Go get your car detailed. They had just got in the car. And left. <laughs> You're a nobody. <laughs> I was a nobody. Disposable got, valets, you know. I just, got, like, you know, throw them away. I got nothing out of it. I had to go and park my car and leave the windows down for three straight days to get that smell out of there. <laughs> That's who these people yes, are. I, I, I actually was there when that happened. That was a, <laughs> I, I, I got a really good laugh out of that at the, at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um but no you know you got to give it up to bezos he did get hunky he's buff i heard a story that in college he didn't really he wasn't a fan of music which is why like apple got like you know over amazon in the music game but like you know he he memorized all the call numbers to the radio stations just so he could talk to girls be like can you believe uh did you hear what they were playing on k95.7 God, that's so weird. What a weird person. He's not into music. Yeah. Now let's talk about now Bezos a hunk, but Elon Musk is a chunk. I mean, look at those man titties. I could like mash them up and sell them as an NFT. And like, you know, I know that was all the big hype like a year ago, but like, you know, if it's Elon Musk's man titty NFT, who's not gonna like plop down cryptocurrency and uh like you would you would buy that wouldn't you i wish playgirl magazine was still around to lure elon musk into doing a full spread after what we saw on the yacht i can't get enough well you know like uh it's a shame that larry flint had to die because if he was alive and well he would find a way to like you know exploit that for the masses to enjoy he could have done it although you know what elon musk got with amber heard you know, I think better looking than uh, Lauren Sanchez, in my opinion. Well, um, let's objectify uh, somebody else. Uh, what about um... one quick thing, by the way, Mr. Smalls? Yes. Elon Musk didn't take a break to get buff. And now he's got probably 80 billion dollars more than Jeff Bezos. So 
You were you were about to say something. Uh, I really should have started. Can we start this whole interview again? Like I actually have my <laughs> laptop, so I don't. Absolutely, I'd love to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Uh, I, I can't get a good angle. I look like it's a. Uh, I think rough. you look. I think you look great. Oh, thank you. Well, let's talk about the one percenters a little bit more. We talked Musk. We talked Bezos. We talked uh, Gates. Let's talk about Zuckerberg. Because, like, you know, we're talking about all these all multimillionaires. They've all had, like, you know, several divorces and stuff like that. And I, I apologize for saying multimillionaires. They are multi-billionaires. That's right. But Zuckerberg, so far, is the only one who has just been married once. I didn't like, know that. Know, we, know the Z- we know the Zuck likes to fuck. He, that's and true. And I like to... You know, what he, he, does his Priscilla have that is keeping him a kept man? Yeah, well, he's kind of buff, too, you know, if you've ever seen him on uh, on that Wave Runner or whatever he rides. He's got some muscle. He's got some definition. These billionaires no, I, of today are way hunkier than, you know, Andrew Carnegie and uh, the, the Rockefellers. Yeah, I know. Like, I, and I hate to put it like, you know, Warren, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. Look like they couldn't get laid at a whorehouse with like a handful of twenties. Warren, not very buff, it right? Am I right? Oh shit! <laughs> He's got to get you know. I Bush know Omaha is like all flat, but it's like go, like do some stairmaster or something, Warren. Yeah, well, Zuckerberg. I don't know what's going on. He he doesn't seem human in a lot of ways. You know, at least the Bezos not liking music thing is very strange. But overall, he seems you know aggressive but human. Uh, Elon has a sense of humor, very human. Have we ever seen Zuckerberg display uh, humor or like he's just he always the, the, when he had to go testify before Congress, everyone was put off by his bizarre alien like behavior. What's going on with Zuckerberg? Are you sure he likes to fuck? Are you sure Zuck likes to fuck? What, I mean, well, I mean, it rhymes, so <laughs> I <would> just assume. <laughs> He's very mechanical. Well, let's talk about another uh, billionaire. Um, you actually worked under his umbrella for a couple of months. Uh, Rupert Murdoch is getting his fourth divorce. Hmm. At 91 years old, will he ever tr- find true love? I believe. I believe that the next one will finally be the one that makes him happy, live well, a long, you, happy life. Who do you life. think he, he should rebound with? And now hear me out. I think Kim Kardashian. She just broke up with uh, Pete Davidson. Um, you know, she saying that Pete Davidson was immature. Who's more You're mature right. than Rupert Murdoch? You're goddamn right. And they're at the same place in life. You know, they're both billionaires. They're, she settled down. She's got her kids. He's got his kids. They can live. They've both home. been married. Well, you know, she's only been married three times. He's been married four times. So, but, you know, he, he does have a lot of age on her, too. So That's perfect. Imagine Kim Kardashian in charge of the Fox empire. I love that couple. I love Rupert Murdoch and Kim Kardashian together. It really works. Uh, Kanye would lose it. And this time, if Kanye West, like, throws shade, like, he will get taken out. (laughs) Yeah, no, this ain't skeet. Rupert Murdoch is a serious, serious man. And we, we saw some paparazzi photos of him and Jerry Hall. With his shirt off, and I gotta say, I was turned on too. I can see why, like you know, she went from Mick Jagger to uh, Rupert. He he's got he's got this Rupert swagger. 
Watch out, Bezos. Have you ever yeah. seen Rupert in person? Several times. Yeah. Well, one time when we were working at this illustrious uh, valet company, I saw him. I tried to get his car door, and I guess I was taking too long because he just like opened it up real fast and just like had a scrowl. And I'm yeah. just like, I knew who it was because I'm, you know, I'm a, a fan of the media. And then he went over to talk to Bob Iger and Ron Meyer. And I looked, I was right next to them. And I'm like, whoa, these three guys literally run the media. That's right. You've been close to the seat of power many times. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rupert, My ass on, like, you know, has shared the same space on their car seats. Rupert, I've seen him a couple times. Rupert. He looks like an old lizard, like, or he looks like someone in old man makeup, like a fake old man makeup. That's how many wrinkles he has. We've yeah. been near a lot of these billionaires, Smalls. Bezos, I'm sure you've seen Bezos. Oh, I've seen him. Um, I haven't seen I've never Elon seen. Yet, I've seen Bezos, Musk, and Rupert of the five. I haven't, I haven't seen Zuck, and I haven't seen Bill Gates. How well, about this one? Michael Dell. I've never seen Michael Dell. Streets or of Beverly Hills. Take, take the safari out there. He walks around. He does? He does. Okay. It's very when you recognize him, he's like, "I'm just getting in my car, okay?" Like he's not, he's not used to um, having to deal with the public. What um, has anybody ever offered you like money not to film them, like uh, while you're working at TMZ? For se for years, I was hoping that that day would come, and it never happened. People have said, "Hey, can you? I don't want to do it today." Okay, fine. You know, we have to put the camera down. But no one's ever said, here's $1,000. Please stop. You know, say what you will about Suge Knight being a murderer, but at least he would, like, he gave me marijuana when uh, when he didn't want to speak. And he, like, you know, he's like, no, I don't want to speak tonight. But, like, would you like, like, you know, would you like some drugs? And there's just, <laughs> it's not even drugs. But I was a little scared, like, kind of, like, leaning into his Escalade. I'm just like, this man is, like, you know, kind of nefarious. Like, am yeah. I, is he going to, like, you know take me to epstein's island i don't know but That's he didn't right i would be scared did you take them the uh the drugs the weed oh yeah yeah it was yeah. like you know and unfortunately good? i sm smoked up all the evidence huh. was it good it was pretty good yeah That's no complaints nice. but that. you know yeah it was like it was during the time when i was uh i was abstaining more from marijuana because like the one thing i noticed was is Ambush interviewing, you don't want to be high on, on grass. It just makes you way too self-conscious. And you're just like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this to these people? But oh, yeah. if you have a, a clear mind or like a couple shots, you're good. I could never um, do the job high ever. I never tried, but I just, I don't even like weed. Anyway, it makes me too paranoid. Uh, before we, we wrap this up, I just wanted to mention something. You know, you, as far as I know, coined the term ambush journalism well i hope that, like if if i'm if javaho takes me away today like i hope that will be on my epithet coin the term ambush journalism because like you know that is an honor and like you know i really people have called people this is ambush journalism way before me so i can't really take that credit i get there it was, to you okay well i'll take it i'll take it okay when, um, where do you okay, want people so, to follow you? Do you want them to go to um, you want the Pap Safari Instagram? You want the Receipt of Reporter Instagram? What do you want? 
honestly, I don't even want to be on social media. I just want people to like, you know, give me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to Pap Safari, YouTube, Reseda Reporter. I'm also on TikTok, Pap Safari and Reseda Reporter. On uh, Twitter, it's just soft copy gossip. If you want all like the, uh, what else is there? Mr. Smalls is a good follow. He's got a good sense of humor, puts out a lot of funny content. If you're interested in seeing the less glitzy, glamorous side of the Los Angeles entertainment industry scene, you want to follow Pap Safari, Soft Copy, even Reseda Reporter. You want to follow all of them. It'll give you a glimpse into a world you never knew existed and you'll never want to visit again. By the way, (laughs) make sure to book a tour. No, you know, if you like just like celebrity, like just like weird, like irreverent celebrity culture of like the high aughts and just want like, you know, a little like uh, and you want your picture taken in front of the same spots that those people have had their pictures taken. There's no better tour than the paparazzi safari. Oh, I mean, look, right you, can, there. you got you got Paul McCartney right there. If any Beatles fans out there come to L.A., take the Pap Safari tour. You might see Paul McCartney. You might see Big Daddy Shaq. Shaq. You might see. Yeah, you might see um, Bushman. Bushman, you could see Cape Man. You could see. Uh, have you seen Cape Man lately in I Beverly haven't. Hills? I haven't. I wish we had his like phone number so we could like check in on him. I want to get him Maybe. on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who else you got coming on the show? Who's on the <laughs> roster? I don't know if I'm ever going to do this again after today. <laughs> <laughs> and when can we see you on the Hollywood Fix? And how did oh not the Hollywood Fix, the uh, Hollywood Raw podcast? Oh, Hollywood Raw podcast, it's up right now. Go to the Hollywood Raw podcast on YouTube and on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen and watch me talk about my experience. Also, like, um, how can we see you on more Hollywood Fix content? Like, you know, for a long time you were like a staple. And now that you're like not out as much, I will. I've I've been going out more recently. You know, I got a new camera, and so I got a couple interviews with the Wolf of Wall Street and Evan Ross recently. They're they're lighting up the internet as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a good time. All right. Well, thank right. you for having me on the show. I'll be a little bit more professional next time. I wouldn't have you any other way. Okay. Good. Thank you, Mr. Smalls. Follow this man on Paparazzi Safari, Receda Reporter, on YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. Book a tour, please. Please don't watch this. Please. <laughs> please. Just like, you know, forget you ever watched this. Do not watch or share this video anywhere. Thank you. Thank you. See you, everybody, later. This is the Dante Greco Show. The end.